is this? Mm, who are you trying to reach? What number is this? What number are you trying to reach? I don't know. Well, I think you have the wrong number. Do I? It happens. Take it easy. Hello? I'm sorry. I guess I dialed the wrong number. Uh, so why'd you dial it again? To apologize. You're forgiven. Bye now. Wait, wait. Don't hang up. What? I want to talk to you for a second. What's your favorite podcast? Uh, I don't know. Mine is Friends with Benefits with Chris and also Chris. I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. It's Halloween season, and we've got plenty of tricks and treats to go around. If you don't believe us, just ask our dear friend, the Crypt Keeper. The closest thing to dead air you'll find on the scare waves. <laughs> was a full intro yes sir that I was full asleep that was full we uh <laughs> we took took three and a half minutes so that's three and a half minutes less of uh uh of show that we need to do because we have uh you know more more intro so uh there you go so here we are back we got a whole whole list of things to go over from our weekend but before we get there as the intro says i am chris i am also chris and together together we are your favorite podcast's favorite podcast of all time of all time even not all just the times not just right now but like of all time we are your favorite podcast favorite podcast and the highest rated tn2m show on the entire talk nerdy to me podcast network we are your friends with benefits i think i actually got that one right start to finish and we rank 10 out of 10 on the honko meter <laughs> pull up the honko meter Oh man, that's a joke for two from this past weekend. It but is. Okay, here we are. It is. It's okay. Like I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, because yeah, no, we had a crazy good weekend, and uh, I, I, uh, I visited, uh, dropped in uh, to historic downtown Lexington, Kentucky, at the Central Bank Center, uh, which is easier to say in my head than it is out loud. 
<laughs> because and you got to see my glorious new couch man that couch like i got lost in that couch for a minute like your your couch that was the first time i've i've seen that couch since you bought it and holy cow like and you said uh, i i think the quote that that explains it all is you said i needed a couch that was big enough that i could sleep on it and not have overhang on one side of the uh, or the other either my head or my feet have to go over the edge and my like you found it yeah um for clarification for anyone who's listening who's unaware irl i am six seven yeah um so i am not a short individual <laughs> no not and, by any uh, means you know, Every couch I've ever had, like my legs or my feet are always like, or my legs or my feet, my legs, uh, my legs or my head are always kind of like on one of the armrests if I wanted to lay down. So when I sought out a new couch, I was like, I want something that will be big for me. And I succeeded. Uh, yeah, you sure did. And on top of that, not only did you find one that, that is, is very long uh, and wide, but it's also very comfortable. Oh yeah, that was the other big part too. Was it's a very comfortable couch, which is a huge plus. It's a, a big. Uh oh, I heard that. So <laughs> I heard that. Well, what what do we got? So we're still doing the Toppling Goliath Brewing Company out of Iowa. This is the okay. Pseudo Sue. Okay, it's another IPA. Is that when you when you tell somebody either take that shit down or I'm going to sue you or give me a hundred dollars or I'm going to sue you when you really have no intention of being able to sue them? I is think it a it's a take off of uh, the dinosaur sue at the Chicago oh. um, Museum because okay. it has a T Rex on it. Ooh, okay. So, all right. So not even close it's to not that. it's not as good as the witch's brew I had last week, but this is pretty. Pretty good, and much better than that fucking metallic IPA I had on Saturday night that I couldn't uh, finish. Yeah, th- uh, that was the first time I've seen you make a very unhappy face. Uh, not not thrilled. Not happy. Not not, not, happy. not thrilled. Um, but uh, no, we uh, we had a, a an overall uh, successful weekend uh, brought to you by. Uh, our dear friend of the show, John Popper and Blues Traveler. Uh, <laughs> we're going to tell that story uh, as we go because we'll tell the story of uh, the guy that I'm pretty sure we got arrested. Um, there's a lot. Yep. There's a lot going on at Scarefest. And so I got into town on Friday uh, so that we could uh, get all of our stuff. We were um, uh, the Scarefest was nice enough to to let us be uh to, to give us media credentials. So we were down there, um, you know, taking in the sites, all that stuff, uh, participating in, in, in the whole event start to finish. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, got to, uh, first order business was to go meet Bruce Campbell. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's, let's jump in the rewind machine first and we'll put over another place first too. Wait, wait. Oh yeah. Also, by the way, hold on. Oh, if you listen real close, you can actually hear the harmonica in the stream. 
tonight. If you listen real close, you can you can hear the stream. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. We made a stop before we even made it to the uh, uh, central bank center. That uh, I had I had made a special request if we could make one stop uh, before we got there. We did get to take you over to. Uh... You hadn't been to Toy HQ, and as someone who loves professional wrestling action figures, I figured I had to take you to what I'm just going to refer to as Mecca now for you. Oh my gosh! Like I, it is now my request that every single time I'm in town, I need to go there. And buddy, I will happily make that happen. I uh, I looked out. I found yet another weird Undertaker figure I didn't own. <laughs> so. The the collection grows because I had the vampire one and didn't realize there was a zombie Undertaker figure as well. Yeah, they have a lot of weird shit uh, Undertaker figures. Um, the uh, the glow in the dark Ghostbusters crossover. Uh, Got that. There's a ton of weird Undertaker figures. I think they even Got did the- like a. Uh, did, do you have the uh, the? Did they do an Undertaker stomp figure? Like the I the special tactical, know. I'm gonna look it up uh, because I feel like they, I feel like they had to have made an Undertaker because they made an Undertaker in like every damn line there was. Hell, I even have the Undertaker Maximum Sweat figure. Uh, let's see, Undertaker Stomp figure. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, they did. Oh, on the plus side, it's super cheap. On the bad, on the downside, it looks like shit. Because those are the ones uh, that, like, they just made them like ridiculously ripped. And like, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna send you an eBay link to this toy. Yeah, they're like ten bucks or less. Like, they're super cheap. But tell me that this thing doesn't just look like shit. It looks terrible. Because it's literally just like a super buff Undertaker with like painted on shirt and 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 pants. Like it looks awful. It's not good. The stomp oh, ones. I have that. Okay, yeah, the stomp ones were like the ones where it was it was like uh, a line where everybody was in like an action movie. So like they yeah. gave them like like military stuff like they gave them like little knives and and like berets and shit like they were some kind of commando, and for a while it was the only way to get a uh, Brian Pillman because they put him in one of the sets and mm-hmm. they didn't yeah. make another Brian Pillman um, for a long time. Yeah, I've got, I've got that taker. I think I paid twelve for it. Also, did you look at the shipping on this? The shipping's more than the figure. I, that's why I the hate sh- eBay. the shipping. Sixteen bucks. I hate eBay. We're gonna do an episode uh, sometime soon about uh, eBay and uh, Craigslist buying horror stories. Please, and Mercari. Yeah, because I've got a couple uh, like just awful buying situations from all of those places that I feel like we really need to talk about. So we'll I get mean, there. I'm down. We'll get there. Um, but, uh, no toy HQ. I cannot say enough good things about that place. They had stuff that, uh, I, I'm a guy that I have been, this is full disclosure. I have been, um, you know, 
buying and uh, collecting wrestling toys since the the early 90s Hasbro stuff, like consistently through my entire life. And Toy HQ had some stuff that I had completely forgotten existed, stuff that I never thought I would ever see again. Like their stuff is wild. Like it is so good. They have a, an amazing selection. Uh, and I and will. He's an amazing dude. So. Well, well, and like you go in and you're like, man, these prices are going to be crazy because like I know what some of these go for online and and stuff like that. And like I will, I will say like a lot of their prices are very, very competitive. Very competitive. Very nice. Uh, very nice people, and uh, they even uh, have someone that works with us or that works with us that we hung out with a lot at the convention that we'll put over later. I wish. I wish that uh, they worked with us, but not yet. <laughs> Maybe at some point. Maybe they'll get that desperate. Well, they they will want to work with us. But uh, yeah, what a great place. Uh, yeah, it is definitely on my must must visit list every single trip so uh, more than happy to make that happen for you too yes uh, but uh yeah no the uh scarefest convention itself uh a lot of a lot of really good vendors uh we'll get to some of those in a little bit but um bruce campbell was super nice uh yeah i was on the fence about meeting bruce campbell because like the lineup was a very I don't think there was anybody that hadn't already been at a scarefest previously. Um there might have been a couple people but not like, you know, not like a headliner A-lister that had never been there before. Um so everybody was one of those like, "Oh yeah, they've been here before. Oh yeah, I saw them a couple years ago." Or like, "Oh yeah, whatever." Um and I was kind of on the fence about Bruce Campbell because he was there in 2019. I didn't meet him or anything. Um, but I did have a, an ash pop vinyl, which, you know, pop vinyls are the things that I like to get signed. Uh, mm-hmm. and so I was like, uh, oh, well maybe like I brought it with me and I'm like, uh, oh, maybe like, we'll see. And yeah, you know, I looked at his scheduling, like, while well, I, I stopped at your apartment first and, uh, uh, I was like, I was looking up his schedule and I was like, oh, he does not have a lot of times for signing. So if the line is low, I'll probably go ahead and jump on it. And sure enough, like as soon as we got there, the line was pretty low and it was like, Oh yeah, he's going to be out here in like 10 minutes. And it was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and do this then. And it was good because every time we went by his line later, it was like out the door. Yeah. Cause uh, a look behind the curtain, it was kind of like out this door and then like down this hall and you had to check in with it. You had to prepay for Bruce Campbell. And then uh, you had your little item, or you had whatever you wanted, and then he would personalize it for you. And, um, I mean, it was like halfway down that hall at one point. Meanwhile, we uh, we got in line and then had uh, some nice adult beverages while we waited on him to show up. And then we went about our, went about our day. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um and he had a uh, really awesome uh, shirt on too. He did the black button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The black button up with the roses. Yeah. Well, he's a classy guy, and uh, I got to tell him that uh, last week was the the uh, first time I've ever seen the original Maniac Cop. 
and yep. he was not impressed. Nope. He was just like, well, which made it funny for me. Yeah, he was just like, well, you know, it just, it's just it's hard to see everything. All right, here you go. See you guys. There's so much out now; it's hard to watch everything. Here you yeah. go. And I'm like, well, good talk. Uh, no, he was very nice. He was he was very polite and very nice and very happy to see us and and take a little bit to chat with us. So it was fun. It was funny. Um, all good. A good experience. A positive experience. Um, but uh, your buddy, your best friend, Tyler Maine, was there. Fuck that guy. And. Um, he, they they set him next to the little guy, so it was real funny because there was a t- really he was he's real tall, and they set him next to the last minute edition of the little guy, which was pretty funny. Uh, and the little guy was in he's been in a couple Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, I know I know he's in Thirty One, um, because he's Hispanic and he's playing a Nazi. Har 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 har. I'm har, guessing har. I'm guessing that movie's really not worth watching because it came up on my like uh in the list of movies that i could watch today and i was like eh, eh. here's what i'll offer you all right Uh, here's what i'll say have you watched three from hell no okay uh just don't just don't (laughs) whatever the last rob zombie movie was like that's they for me, they all, they all start going like drastically downhill after Lords of Salem. But I also love Lords of Salem and think it's well, yeah. Honestly, they kind of peak with Lords of Salem too because I didn't really like either of his Halloween movies. So yeah i I liked um, I liked House of a Thousand Corpses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it was. I thought it was a bet. You ready for this? I think this is going to probably be the best compliment. Rob Zombie, if you're listening, and I know you are, I'm about to give your movie the best compliment I could probably ever give. Giving it the rub. So go ahead and uh, set your your podcast player to record because I'm n- probably never going to say this again. It's a very rare compliment from me to Rob Zombie. House of a Thousand Corpses is like a good version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre if Texas Chainsaw Massacre was good. Fair. So, there you go. Fair. Um, I, mean, I, I disagree, but fair. <laughs> it's a very obvious Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff. Um, oh, yeah. Like, it's one of those that, uh, you know, the the... The, the the TikTok guy that's like you know what's that movie that this and he describes the plot entirely what's yep. the what's the what's that movie where the group of friends are traveling across country and they have car trouble and then they oh, end up in this fa- yeah and then they end up uh, at the house with this family that is actually a family that's going to kill them all oh definitely talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre and it's directed by that uh, guy from that rock band. And then you're like, oh, fuck, it's House of a Thousand Corpses. Like, it's literally the same plot. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember. Maybe maybe tomorrow I need to watch, um, what is the next one, Devil's Rejects? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I, I literally don't remember anything about that movie. I know I've seen it, but I cannot tell you anything about the plot and what happens or anything. 
So maybe I need to watch that one tomorrow and give that one a second chance. Because uh, I, uh, I I gave, I, I did another second chance challenge today. Oh, what was it? <sighs> that sounds promising. It's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> Uh, I gave uh, the OG Hellraiser another shot. Yeah. Not a fan. I, I, I. It's yeah. How, how do people like it? Like, if you if if you enjoy Hellraiser, please tweet at us. Use the hashtag FWB Podcast and please explain why Hellraiser is good because I don't get it. Uh, I've I've tried. I've watched Hellraiser a couple different times. I I own the Arrow video Blu-ray of Hellraiser. I I can't fucking do it though. Like I just I don't I don't get it. So that was a that was a fail. So I had to cleanse the palate and watch uh, Season of the Witch instead. After that, oh, so good. So it was a bounce back. It was a bounce back. I I, I redeemed it. By watching Halloween Three: Season of the Witch, uh, so it was my Story really happy ending. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I tried that. So if um, if someone from Hellraiser shows up at Scarefest, you know that I will not be interested in meeting them. So at least there's that. Uh, but Bruce Campbell was good. That was about. I think that was like the only. That was the only celebrity that. Except for who was the guy? Remember when we were out in the hallway on Saturday? Did you see the guy that that uh, he basically accosted the celebrity like right in front yeah. of us? And I couldn't figure out who he was talking to. But he's like, he did that thing where he's like, "Hey man, hey man, I'm gonna come by your booth later, but I wanted to come and talk to you right here while you're having your personal time for free." So I, uh, the only reason I'm about to be able to answer this, that was the guy that played the Wishmaster that he approached in the hall. Ah, okay. I literally only know that because one of my friends posted a picture of him with him from the con, like, earlier today. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it was literally, I'm going to come interrupt your personal time to come talk to you and be like, I'm going to come by your booth. It's like, okay, buddy, like, I'm, I'm sure you, you don't have to, like, pre-tell him that. You can just go to his booth. Yeah, you can just show up later and not bother him while he's away from his table trying to do something else. And, like, he stopped him and he's like, oh, man, hey. Like, the guy's going to be like, hey, because I don't know you. And yeah. he's like, yeah. Blah blah blah. Like, yeah, I'm gonna come by. I said I gotta come by his table later, and he's like, "Cool, can't wait to see you." Like, gotta go because it's probably like, and thanks, probably like the one hour that I'm taking away from the table to eat, and now I'm talking to you, and you're probably yeah. not gonna come back because that's always the line that you give people, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna circle back. Oh, I gave it to that dude trying to sell me his shitty three uh, 3D printed dice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy was that guy was weird. He was pushy, man. Yeah. He was pushy. Uh, I don't like the pushy people. I also don't like. Uh, here's but here's my issue with dice. First of all, especially with okay. um, especially with 
like like that that many sides on your dice you really really have to spend time and make sure that they're balanced yep and they're not just going to roll a six or an eight every time and like the amount of time it's going to take you to do that like you can't do that while he's sitting there just like trying to get you to buy them like i would be like i need to roll these like 75 times to make sure that they're not going to roll an 11 every single time I rolled three times. I got two twelves. Yeah, see, like it's not balanced. Like your your print, because I think they. I, I'm pretty sure they were mostly all 3D printed. Like they were all from his yeah. 3D printer at home, and and it's like, well, your the the print file that you're using then is not even. Like it's not balanced right, and there's no way for me to tell that. Like standing right there in the two minutes that you're trying to get me to make a purchase. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, and the the dice was just uh, like he hadn't smoothed them out or anything. Like he'd he'd put ne- like obviously you know some effort goes into the three D printing, but he put next to no effort in. Yeah, because you could about, still see like the lines from the printer. Yeah, yeah, just like and, ugh, ugh. Yeah. Uh, so that was a, a a definite no sale. And that's why it was like, yeah, we're just getting the lay of the land. We're just kind of figuring out where everything is. Just kind of, you know, look at the stuff. We're going to come back to all the ones that we like. And then just walk up and be like, hey, it ain't this one. We're not coming back here. Um, or you could be like me and be like, oh, I got to remember where this one is so I can come back and get it and then completely forget where it is. And then take time to go find it and yep. almost get someone. Uh, I'm going to let you go from here. Oh, my gosh. So we're walking around and we're having a discussion because there's one one booth that has a really, really like a quarter rack of VHS tapes. And I'm like, oh, they might have a Friday the 13th VHS tape. I should have known. I didn't see the sign on the side. Otherwise, I would have known that it would have been a wasted trip because it said all VHS tapes, $1. And I know that if anyone's got it, it's not going to only be $1. So I kind of knew, like, as soon as I saw that sign, I knew he wasn't going to have any, but I didn't see the sign until after I had looked through all of the tapes. So, you know, did it backwards. But uh, so I see, oh, my gosh, here's a little quarter stand that's got, uh, you know, VHS tapes on it. So I start looking and they got like deep blue sea and like just a bunch of crap and oh top row never mind they've got something worth something they got a vhs copy of blade trinity which you in hindsight son of a bitch in hindsight i should have bought knowing it was a dollar i should have bought it just for the gag <laughs> and like immediately i regretted not buying it but so we're 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 walking and and talking and uh, I, I believe that that was that was uh, this is Saturday. And so we're walking and we're talking and I'm like, oh, yeah, the blah, blah, blah. There's a v- thing of VHS tapes and um, it doesn't have any of the ones that I'm looking for. But it's got the one movie that, you know, you once you have it, you don't need any other movie. It's Blade Trinity. And you're just like you're offended. And, Obviously, because Blade Two's perfection. Uh, well, they improved on perfection and made it even better because they made Blade Trinity. 
and boy <laughs> and we're uh, we're walking around with uh John from Nerd Alert and so he's mm-hmm. he gets offended also uh by me talking up Blade Trinity um and which is odd because he and I went to go see that in theaters and I loved it um and so as we're walking this random guy who I hope is listening, uh, wearing his yellow, his yellow, what was it? A John Deere hoodie, John Deere. So he's got a John Deere hoodie on and he just like, I say something about how blade Trinity is the best blade movie. And he has this look on his face that he's just like, what the fuck did I just hear? And which makes me laugh because now I'm like, cool. Now I'm, I'm interrupting other people's lives. Like I now I am interjecting myself into other people's lives, which was a problem because then he decided that he was just going to be our friend. Yep. And so he just like I think twice he even said he's like, well, I'm just I'm just falling in line with you guys because you're my friends now, so we're just going to hang out. And so he just starts walking with us, and I'm like, oh shit, here we go. And I felt bad because like the first thing he said to me is. Man, this is like the first, this is the first convention like this I've ever been to. Uh, I've been to uh, Renaissance fairs, but like I was acting in them, so this is kind of different. I'm like, yeah, this has nothing to do with, this is nowhere near a Renaissance fair. But like, I get what you're doing. I get what you're saying. Uh, No judgment, but here we are. And so I'm trying to be nice because I'm trying to be like, hey, it's your first one. I don't want you to be like, yeah, it was fun, but these guys were assholes. Like, you know, I want to be a welcoming person. I don't want to be a gatekeeper. I want to welcome somebody if it's their first time. I, I want them to feel, you know, happy and want to come back. That's kind of the goal. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick. Uh, the The reason I, because I mean, I'll admit I got, I got sick of him rather quickly, is he well, committed yeah. one of my cardinal sins which is like you know if you interrupt me once in conversation sure fine whatever if you do it like three times in the span of five minutes i am just done yeah that's that's very fair well he yeah he did not have a lot to talk about and so we're walking around and i'm trying to find because there was a booth i had two things that i was looking for friday the 13th vhs tapes and uh, any cool pops that I hadn't that I had been looking for. I have my uh, my Funko app wish list that I'm always on the lookout for like a handful of pops. And there was a cool um, that there was a, a, a fun stand that had um, like a bunch of pops. Like the middle column was all signed pops, which I won't generally buy a pre-signed pop i would like to nope like i would actually like to meet the person and have them sign it like because uh, i want them to i want them to put my name on it i never understand why people we'll, we'll we also have that we skipped over that at the bruce campbell part but uh, we'll come back to that because i want you to tell that part too um so this, this, this is the blood pressure is rising uh episode so we're walking and I'm like, man, I'm trying to find this this booth because I don't remember where it is. Like I got turned around because there was like there there were like ten places that had nothing but pops, and so I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to remember where it was on the show floor, and so we're walking around and you and John kind of drift back 
to leave this guy with me, which thank you for that, by the way. Uh, hey, you were the one who, uh, you brought him into the group. You have to deal with the I didn't bring him into the group, though. He just, like, he latched on. I didn't bring him in. Uh, but, so I'm like, yeah, man, I'm trying to find this, uh, I'm trying to find... I don't remember where this booth is. Like, I wish I could find this booth. And he's like, oh, well, I've been walking around. Like, what, what are you looking for? And I said, oh, yeah, it's, it's this place. It's got a bunch of really cool pop vinyls. And he gets, like, really, really excited. He's like, oh, man, we got to find it. That sounds awesome. And I'm like, like, he's very, very excited for what is a very common item across this convention. Even friggin' Butterbean was selling pop vinyls. Like, let's just, let's, among a bunch of other shit, like, he was selling pop vinyls. So, like, let's, let's just set the bar where it actually belongs with pop vinyls at a convention. Like, you can throw a rock and hit 12 tables that have pop vinyls for sale. So, I'm like, man, he's really excited. I don't know. And he's, like, going around... You know, trying. He's like, we're gonna find this. This is this is like a mission. And I'm like, okay. He's just like, he's going over the top because he understands that. Like, could I be any more vague? And so we're walking, and all of a sudden, he starts asking other people. He's like, I'm gonna go find out from other booths where where it is. And I'm like, I don't understand, but okay. And I hear him start going up to other tables and other booths and asking if they know where the booth is that sells pot. Like he's asking people for weed. Like he, like he's going booth to booth asking people where, where he can get weed. And he's like really enthusiastic about it. And I'm like, dude's going to get arrested. Like, like, dude's gonna come to an undercover cop or something, or to a cop and be like, hey man, where's that, where's that pot shop? Like, where's the pot table? And the guy's gonna be like, yeah man, not legal here. And dude's gonna get arrested at his first convention, and that's gonna be a problem. Like, he's gonna, he's gonna be like, I mean, I guess he would buy a ticket to the convention and then get a free meal in jail, but, uh, not, not a good deal. Not a good deal. Um, that's not part of the Groupon. I mean, when they say free food, they don't mean it's in the in the jail. So we decide that our best effort, like our our best answer for this, is to kind of you know uh, double back and then take another turn and kind of kind of ditch him. And he's taking pictures of people in cosplay and having a good time. So we're like, we're just gonna walk this way and see what happens. Yeah. And uh, I he th- ends up going to that like. The knockoff suicide girls booth. Yeah, uh, and uh, I I did see him later in the day. Um, did you Did you see when he's when he circled back to us? Yeah, with the uh, he was at some pod like he was at some table with a bunch of people. Yeah, because uh, he's like, hey man, did you ever find that booth? And I was like, no man, I sure didn't. Um, you know, sure sure couldn't find it. And he's like, oh, man, well, I've been hanging out here with my friends. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm, gl- I'm glad that you found a lot of people here that were really, uh, they, you know, were, uh, were, were really cool. And then it was like, we're leaving, so bye. And, um, so he, it was, it was a happy story. He did not end up getting arrested, even though it was, 
he he was running that risk, but uh, his heart was in the right place. He was trying yeah. he was trying to find me some pot, even though that's not what I was asking for. Uh, I mean, so, how wouldn't you complain? I mean, well, well, the 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 thing was like he the and and the, when I thought about it later, I was like, what a good dude because here's here's what here's in his mind here's what happened in the span of four minutes he overheard a conversation with us mm-hmm. met us i don't know i don't i don't know what his name was so we never really like traded names but followed like walked with us and talked with us and then decided inside of that four minutes hey man I'm going to do something illegal for you because you seem just like a good guy. I'm going to commit a crime for you after knowing you for only four minutes. And so like later on, I felt bad because I was like, man, he was willing to to unknowingly go to jail for me. And I double backed and ditched him. So I felt bad. Like I felt guilty. I'm not going to lie. I did feel guilty later on that day. Because I was like, here's a dude who's trying to, trying to be, like, for, for all of me saying, well, I was trying to be nice so, you know, that uh, he would have a good experience at the convention, whatever. Like, this dude was really trying to be nice to me because he was trying to commit a crime on my behalf. <laughs> so, really, I was, I was the asshole because I was not willing to be more of a friend to him in the four minutes that we knew each other. So... I guess that's on me. But uh, so we're a guy, wherever yellow hoodie guy, wherever you are, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, for what it's worth, I'm really sorry that I wasn't a better convention friend to you than you were to me. But I'm glad we had that moment. Yeah, it was a moment, that's for sure. It yeah. was, in fact, a, a, a period of time. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was brief. Like our 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 life paths crossed only momentarily, and who knows if they'll ever meet again. But for that short short window, John Deere hoodie guy and I were cosmically intertwined, looking for pot. And so there you go. That, that that you didn't ask for. No, that I did not want. But he he was he was he was going to do that for me. So you know, there he is, yellow hoodie guy, John Deere hoodie guy. If you're looking for a ride or die convention buddy, he's your man. Because if you're like, hey man, I know we've only known each other for six and a half minutes, but can you get rid of this murder weapon? He probably would do it. <laughs> I feel like that's just. I need just you to take style. this home. I need you to take this home to Pennsylvania with you. Yep, you need to just take this and never ever open it, but keep it in a safe place, and never tell anybody that you have it. And I feel like he would do it because, like, you've seen The Sopranos, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know, you know, his neighbor when it like when Tony's neighbor keeps like asking him a bunch of like mob stuff. And Tony's little, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in waste management and this and that. And then he gives him that package. He's like, I need you to put this somewhere. And I need you to not tell anybody about it and don't open it. But I need you to keep it for me. Cause he's like trying to, trying to like freak the guy out. And the guy's like super excited about it. Like, I feel like that's yellow hoodie guy. 
That's fair. Uh, that's that's a pretty good assumption. I would agree with that. I feel like Yellow Hoodie Guy is the guy that's like, he really just wanted to be a part of it so bad that I could have been like, hey, man, I need you to take this bloody glove. And you just hang on to it. Never tell anybody that you have it. And just make it disappear. I feel like he would. But I feel like at the same time, he would probably, his idea to get rid of it would be to immediately go to the closest bathroom, try and flush it down the toilet, and it would get stuck, and then he'd just be like, ah, fuck, and then just run away. Which would end up ultimately getting me caught. So I don't think I could depend on him, but I feel like his heart's in the right place. Fair. If that makes sense. If that's, it seems like an accurate description. Like, I would... I would give him like a responsibility and he would do it. He would do it poorly and then freak out and then just abandon the whole project. Like I would be like, Hey man, I need you to bury this. And he would like dig the hole and he would be like, man, I'm so tired. Like I'm done. And then he'd go to put in whatever it is and it wouldn't fit. And he would just like freak out and leave and leave the hole like dug with whatever it is inside in the hole still and like not cover it up. Like that's that's I feel like his level of commitment. If I could just arm I'm not him. saying that's something you and I would do too, but like, <laughs> like yeah, we'd do this and be like, yeah, like we'd stop like halfway through and they'd be like, oh, what's well, why'd you? And it's like, yeah, we got fucking bored. Yeah, I mean, if you asked me to do something, I would commit all the way. But if it was somebody sure. like like if it was like if the roles were reversed and it was like yellow hoodie guy was like, hey man, I need you to take this knife and put it somewhere, I'd be like, eh, maybe. Like I'll I'll try, but I'm not I'm not putting in maximum effort. I'll put in like a little bit. So I I get it. Like I I can't I can't yell at him too much. I can't be that disappointed in him because I see a lot of myself in him. So <laughs> you know, not not completely. Like it's not it's not one hundred percent. But like I see I see it. I do. So. Uh, but you had uh, you you had a a person that you were uh, unhappy with in the Bruce Campbell line. Okay, so one of my big pet peeves, one of my big big pet peeves, and I think you've heard me bitch about this before, is the people who. And, you know, you, you've got your, I think you told the Batista story recently. Yeah. Um, is the, the people that will go through. So Bruce was, it was not a cheap autograph. It wasn't like 20 bucks or anything. I'm not going to say how expensive it was, but it wasn't like $20. So, and as I said earlier, like Bruce, you were basically pre-checking in saying, Hey, what do you want the, what do you want the name on there to say? Blah, blah, blah. Here you go. Dude, like, three spots up from us drops a couple hundred dollars to get autographs. And he has this shopping bag that's nothing but pop figures. And that kind of shit just pisses me off. Because it's just like, why? And I, you know, I'm, I'm sure the celebrities don't care because they're making their money anyway. But it's like one of those things where it's like you, you think that part of them would just be like, I'm only uh, I'm only going to sell or I'm only going to sign like one item. Because like when I met Bruce Campbell, um, he did a signing here at the bookstore 
you know, they would do buying the book was basically how you got the ticket. And then, um, you know, they were, they were like, he'll sign the book and one additional item. So I was like, awesome. Yeah. I'll, you know, get the, and I ended up taking that, but it's like these situations where it's like, yeah, yeah. eBay auction winner is how they should just fucking sign those, sign that shit. Cause it's like the guy was clearly getting like four things signed. It was all the same thing. Didn't pay for it. Like they asked him if he wanted personal personalization and he said no. And uh, one of my favorite story, one of my favorite stories about that. And I guess like John knew this guy. Or someone like knew this guy, and the guy literally just loved celebrity autographs, but never got any of them personalized. So he met Lou Ferrigno, and Lou Ferrigno was like, "All right, like sixty bucks. Uh, what's your name?" And the guy goes, "Oh, I don't want my name on there." He automatically just looks at him and goes, "Okay, the price just went up to ninety. Damn. Wow. Like, and I get like, it. I- like, some people don't like having having it personalized like i get that um but gosh like uh, okay there was a what was it uh i think it was a horror hound in cincinnati mm-hmm. and uh we met Which i've never been to oh we'll change that in 2022 because horror hound okay, is fun for me um but malcolm mcdowell was there and we got, of course, in line behind the guy that had, like, a stack of movie posters for him to sign. And he didn't want any of them personalized. And, like, literally, he did the thing where, like, he held up the corners and would just drop one, have him sign it, drop the next one, have him sign it, wow. drop the next one. And, like, Malcolm McDowell was getting, like, was getting pissed like his face was getting red. Like he wasn't even making small talk. He was just like scribbling by the time it was done. The guy had him sign like 10 of them. And then we were stuck in line next. And so of course we're like, we got to come up with something fun, like to tell him so that he's like not mad because like that's going to ruin our interaction with him if he's in a bad mood. And so we're just like, Hey, we loved you in fallout three president, John Henry Edens. Like you were, you were great. And like he perked up and was just like, no one ever talks about the the you know the Fallout game, and we're like, well, we're here for it. Like we're here to talk to you about it. And um, so I feel like there like there's a point where you're right. Like celebrities probably are like, yeah, I'm getting you know forty bucks, fifty bucks a piece for these. Like it's okay. But like there's a point where you're just like, fuck this. Like it's obvious what you're doing. And it's annoying. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, you know, you mentioned your Malcolm McDowell story. I have to tell you my funny one, too. Uh, as I've said, I did the, you know, as I mentioned before, I did the hospitality booth at Scarefest a couple, or hospitality room at Scarefest a couple times. And one of the years was one of the times he was there. And he came in and was, um, like talking with us and had some downtime and was like literally just like chit chatting with us. And, uh, he had just been on season four of community. 
And I was like, oh, man, like, I really wanted to talk to you. Like, you know, I really I'm sure you hear about, like, you know, the the horror stuff a lot. So I just wanted to say I actually really enjoyed your stint on community. And he goes, oh, yes, that fucking show. And I was like, God <laughs> damn it. Turns out the only reason he was on there was he was contractually obligated to Sony for something. And I was like, so like, he's like, I just didn't want to do TV because TV was going to take, you know, a long period of time. And they were going to basically just be like, Hey, we need you for this episode, this episode don't need you for the next five. And then we need you for this one. So he's like, I'm basically going home for three weeks and waiting on a call to know when I'm going to work again. And I was like, that's fair. But he was like, I love the show. He was like, especially he's like, uh, he mentioned, oh my gosh, I can't think of the actress, actress's name that plays Shirley. He mentioned her by name and said she was fantastic. Said Joel McHale was funny. Like, but in the back of my head and like actually made the joke to him the next time when he came up and I was like, hey man, I promise I won't talk to you about any bullshit you hated doing this time. Yeah. He's like, you better hope not. So, but yeah, I just, I, I've been stuck behind that person a couple times, like years ago, like, um, Robert Kirkman was doing a sign, doing a signing at one of the comic shops here. And to tell you how long ago this was, he wasn't charging for his autograph. Oh, wow. I think, I think that was one that, uh, I, I couldn't go, but I think John got my, um, my volume one, hardcover signed sounds so i probably think right. that's probably the uh the the same time yeah but there was a guy who came in with like a stack of like um early issue invincible or early issue walking dead and just had him sign multiples and so i came up next in line and i was like yeah man if you just want to write one of these to ebay that's fine and he started like <laughs> laughing so, cause I just, it's one of those things that royally pisses me off. And it's the same way when I still had a Facebook page, and I know I mentioned this to you the other day, when I still had a Facebook page, I was in a group and this, you know, they would do like pictures on Sunday, like they called it selfie Sunday. And this one guy would always have these celebrity pictures until everyone started to realize that all the photos were either in hotel lobbies or airports. So he was one of those like super fucking creepy people that would like hang around hotel lobbies if he knew celebrities were going to be there or would basically just go to the airport and like sit around waiting on them. And you know, like the worst time to bug someone's someone is either while they're traveling or uh, when they're trying to like be left alone. Yeah. Like when they're eating or when they just need some like downtime. Yeah. If they're trying to go to, like, fucking bed or something. Hey, man, sign this. Oh, you just got the bad news that your flight was delayed? Sign this. No. No, I don't want to. And then you, then they go online and go, man, he was an asshole. Yeah. No, like, and even, even like, when we're, you know, at a convention or we're somewhere and, you know, a, a celebrity walks by or... And they're not like at their table. They're not like, you know, meeting people, whatever, like let them go. Like we never talk to them. Like the one time, uh, I, I'm pretty sure like the only time we've ever 
addressed somebody or like talked to somebody like that uh was uh john kassir the voice of the crypt keeper oh yeah that one year when we were like man like because he was uh, we were just and it wasn't like you know we were bugging him for something we were just like hey man like you're awesome like we met you a, a, a you know last year and you were great that's do it. you remember the most impressive part about that uh, i believe he, he remembered, remembered us. my name yeah. Like, because he'd come to the hospitality booth, uh, room. Why am I saying booth? It wasn't a fucking booth. It was a room. And, like, we'd chatted for a little while, and it just the most soft-spoken, nice, down-to-earth dude. And then, like, when we when we ran into him, we were talking to him, he goes, oh, hi, Chris. And I was like, holy fucking shit. He's a good guy. It, it was just, yeah, just a good dude. Because, uh, yeah, I was I was really hoping that he was going to be at Scarefest this year so we could meet him again. Because I was definitely going to go to his booth just to be like, hey, man, you're awesome, just so you know. Uh, so, yeah, yeah we- I mean, I'll perpetually go get, like, I at this point, just because I like him as a person, I would pay to do a like professional photo op with John Kassir. Yeah. Uh, so after... After we got, we got to at least get one more. The other big thing that happened, uh, Scarefest weekend into, <laughs> into this. So after uh, Friday night, after the show, we're like, you know, we we've left and um, we're like, we're gonna meet meet some people, um, meet the uh, some of the very talented uh, artists uh, that were there. We're gonna have some drinks and, you know, just kind of hang out, kind of unwind after the day. So we go to, we go to the, uh, we, we go to eat at the bar. Uh, Hold on, hold on real quick. Let's put them over a little bit. Justin's been on the show a handful of times. Yes. Yes. Name, name everybody by name who joined us. Uh, it was, uh, Bryce Oakway, Justin Stewart and Alex Robinson, just a, fantastic group that was ready to go out unwind and have some fun and they were were they all on the uh the episode where you the the the, the preview episode for for the, the lct Le- yeah, round Le- Robin? yeah and they were indeed uh so yeah all of their all of their twitter handles uh or instagram handles and everything are on that episode uh some of the nicest people they were hilarious um, very talented artists, um, all around. So just good people to hang out with. Just a lot of, they getting ready to have a lot of fun, like very funny. Um, very, just very, very easy to talk to. Just very good people. Uh, so we're, we're at the bar and it's got one of those, like one of the touch tunes, uh, jukeboxes, <laughs> right. That you can, you can program from your phone or you can go up and like, you know, old school, put cash in and, and pick songs and stuff. And so we're hanging out talking. We're talking about, you know, movies and, you know, the the, the, the day of Scarefest, this and that, talking about all kinds of stuff, just whatever happens to come to mind. And, oh, well, well, that's weird. Like, Hook from Blues Travelers playing. That's odd. Okay, like, all right, it's a throwback to, like, you know, mid-90s. Okay, whatever. And we're talking, we're talking, and uh, that song winds down, and, uh, oh, 
but anyway, from Blues Traveler comes on. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay, like somebody really loves John Popper and Blues Traveler. All right, someone just loves the harmonica. That's cool. Okay. So, all right. And so we're talking. We're just, we're, you know, conversations keep going. We're laughing. We're having fun. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, Runaround from Blues Traveler comes on. And we're it sure like, fucking did, man. It Holy sure shit. Fucking did. Like, they have hit all of the Blues Traveler's greatest hits. Okay. And so the song is, is winding down. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm even feeling it. Like, I'm, I'm back in 1997 and I'm, I'm you know, kind of getting into the, the vibe of run around and I'm like, all right, but you know, cause I know that we're at the end of blues traveler because you know, name another blues traveler song. Shit. Yeah. I believe yeah. you and I both made separate comments about how well we've gone through their entire discography yeah. said, yep, that's, that's pretty much the greatest hits. Like I literally can't name anything else. So at least, you know, if you're not a fan of blues traveler and the fucking harmonica, You'll have another song coming next. You'll have something different coming next. <laughs> then Alex goes, well, what if they just play this again? And we all laugh, and the song fades away. And then Runaround from Blues Traveler plays again. <laughs> oh, shit. Circles back. my mic, I was laughing. So <laughs> Blues Traveler, uh, Runaround from Blues Traveler, circles back again. Uh, it plays for the second time in a row. So four saw so- three different songs, four in a row from Blues Traveler. Then it became like a weird ass eclectic mix. I was like literally at that point when when uh, when when Alex said that, and then it played again. I honestly like I scanned the room to see if John Popper was hanging out in a booth, like with a with a like I was looking for somebody with a phone out that had a vest on that was full of harmonicas, because I was like, that son of a bitch is here. Like, John Popper is in the building somewhere because he's trying to get residuals. Well, and the the, the next... Uh, one, one more thing about that lovely dinner. When I got there, the five of us were at the table, and I proclaimed there are five of us, because we just ordered two pitchers of beer, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be one of those nights where there are like five people at the table, and we, we end up with six pitchers of beer. Hey, buddy, uh, how many pitchers of beer did we end up with at that table? <laughs> we ended up with six pitchers of beer. Yeah, we did. And so, well, and the other thing about that is, like, I had to uh, I had to lie to my uh, my fitness app. <laughs> because, uh, like, I've, I've been doing this fitness app, and, you know, I'll go with, uh, I, I definitely want to talk to you about this later because there's a whole lot more to it than this. But, like, I log all my, my food and so I have a certain amount of, of, you know, calories that I'm aiming for and all the different like carbohydrates and protein and, and sugars and all the different kinds of fats and vitamins. Like it gives you a range, sodium, all the stuff that you're supposed to hit like a certain range in. And so I'm like, I've, I've now gotten to the point where I'm, I'm lying to it. And I lied, I lied to it about Friday. Because I had a certain number of calories left and like and in the in the range for a lot of stuff left. And so I started to add all the the pitchers, like all the drinks that I had. Because and we were doing it like like to be fair, 
it was kind of fluid in the fact that like we were all just kind of like topping off whoever needed to be topped off. So there wasn't like a, it's not like everyone was emptying and then it was just kind of like the first person empty would pour theirs and then just kind of like top off everyone else. Right. So like, you know, but to be fair, like I really undercut how much I had because I know I have a pretty good idea of how much I had and I way undercut it. And I still somehow ended up, I'll tell you exactly how many, because I'm, I'm not proud of it. Like, cause it, it, I had to wait until we were uh, at the the gas station the next morning, uh, because I was like, "Oh yeah, shit, I got to put in the rest of my stuff." So, uh, <laughs> from from yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, I'm probably going to end up with like, uh, you know, probably two hundred calories over, you know, maybe three, but I kind of doubt it." Uh, I ended up with uh, going over by seven hundred and forty calories. Uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I had a I had a uh, over thirty three hundred calorie day on Friday. Just so you know. And for those of you that uh, don't know, uh, Chris resembles a coat rack. So yeah, my body type is coat rack. Uh, if if you ever wonder what a stick figure comes to life looks like, that is me. Uh, but uh, my gosh, yeah, I. I yeah, I ended up with a, a an over thirty three hundred calorie day, um, because I just I it was I got caught up in the moment and moments. Blues Traveler had me under a a spell that I just couldn't <laughs> I couldn't break free from. That damn harmonica got me. Right. Uh, I think I think the best part was it went from Blues Traveler to these like teenagers who put on like trap rap. So it went from, like, run around to a bunch of, like, SoundCloud rappers I've never heard of. Yeah, and then it was, like, after that, well, it, it went from, like, yeah, Blues Traveler to that to, like, Pantera. And it was, like, wait, what? Like, yeah. it, it kind of ran the gauntlet uh, from a lot of stuff. And I guarantee you that half of the stuff that they played, those kids had never, like, they did not understand oh. what they were playing. No. So yeah, it was, <sighs> what a what a night! It was it was by far and away uh, the 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 best post con night I had had in a really long time. And I know that I haven't been to any conventions in a year because they were closed. But man, even like going back into to twenty nineteen, some twenty eighteen nights, like that was a that was a hell of a fun time. Oh yeah, 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 for sure, for and sure. And then, and then they all say, "Oh, well, we haven't seen Halloween Kills. We haven't seen Halloween Kills." So you're like, "Well, let's go back to my place and watch it." So we we make our way there, which is like literally a block away, like right yeah. there, and we all we all uh, get up there, and you know the the movie starts. It's about halfway through, and all of a sudden, people start to get real, real quiet. Uh huh. And then it's. Oh man, are they asleep? No, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, because it looked like you were going to sleep. Hey man, you good? Yeah, I'm. I'm watching. I'm watching. <laughs> and it was, we literally lost about half the half the crew. Uh, fell asleep 
halfway through uh, Halloween Kills, which was hilarious. Also better the second time. Yeah, I will go ahead and say Halloween Kills was better the second time because uh, that was the second time I'd seen it. And, um, yeah, it, it does it does play a lot better the second time. It feels like the parts that I thought were really, really long and a big part of the movie are actually not when I watch it a second time. So I'll give it credit. Um, second time is better. I, it's having the reverse effect of the 2018 Halloween, which the more I watched that, the less I liked it. This one, the more I watch it, apparently, the better I like it. So I don't know. Fair. Could have used that a lot more. Said, I, I have I have no want to watch it for a long time. No, no. Next so. year, next year I'll watch it again, but I won't watch it until then. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it needed more uh, Tom Atkins. But other than that, it was fine. Everything needs more Tom. Like Tom Atkins is legitimately my friend Tim's favorite actor. It's a good choice because Tom Atkins is awesome. He makes everything better. Everything that he's in. It's better because he's in it. And so no, overall it was a fantastic time and we just literally gave them an hour plug. So yeah, we gave them an hour plug. We had a great time before we end. Also have to say it was great seeing our friends from LCTC. Yeah. Jared and Jamie at the convention. They are a ton of fun. I can't believe they wouldn't just let me have that signed laser disc (laughs) Halloween too, though. That was bullshit. Yo, it was, Uh, yeah. The one that was, that was the, the front of it was just covered with autographs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, always, always great to see them. Always fantastic. They're great people. Um, and, you know, as were the people we got to talk to at Scarefest. So, overall, we had oh, a really good weekend. Wait a minute. We also have to oh? send out a, uh, a special shout-out to our friends uh, that we that we uh, recorded with. Oh, yeah. Our good friends over at uh, Gravedigger Grave Radio. Radio. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, we uh, were... There's some great guys. Ton of fun. I'm going to have to look them up uh, so I can see when our episode is going to, to air. When you... <laughs> When you sat in my lap so we could tell a story? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, because they only had one chair. Well, yeah, but it's still funny. All right, let's see. Oh, no, it was hilarious. Like, I, I laughed because they, they were like, well, you, you just have to sit in his lap. And I was like, fucking done. Like, you think I won't? <laughs> you think I won't? Uh, yeah, Gravedigger Radio, you can find them at uh, uh, on Twitter at GravediggerRad1. I think. Yeah, that looks like them. Uh, And there will hopefully be an episode that we will be in. Let's see if the episode's up already, because if they have their Scarefest episode up, I'm going to point everybody to it. And uh, if you look at their show on any of the socials or anything like that, you will happily find the, the artwork by also dear friend of the show, Ken Kirk. Hey. All right, let's see if our episode's up. Now, not yet, but you can look up Gravedigger Radio. Yeah, it's not up yet. Um, anchor.fm slash Gravedigger Radio. You can find them there. Uh, look for the episode with us coming soon. I hope 
I'm going to keep an eye on it until uh, you can hear us tell the scariest story that we ever lived. <laughs> that still haunts my nightmares, haunts my dreams. I don't like it. Truth. But yeah, shout out to them because they uh, they did they had a really nice setup. Uh, they were really good. Uh, they they let us kind of nerd out on their uh, on their show. So big ups to them. Props to them. Shout outs to them. Whatever everybody says now. But uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, I think this will be the uh, this is our last. We kind of didn't really do a lot of scary stuff in this one. Yeah, we 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 talked Scarefest. We had yeah. some we had some good times, you know. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a best of watch thing next week or some bullshit like that. Maybe, Maybe. not. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but uh, until then. If you like what you hear, give us a share, give us a like. That's the best thing you can do. You can give us a review. If you go to facebook.com slash tn2mpodnet and you give us a review, that helps us a lot. If you uh, review us on your platform of choice, helps us out a whole lot. You give us a like, share it. Uh, it helps. You can go to patreon.com slash fwbpodcast and um, sign up for one of our Patreon levels. That helps us grow. Um, next week, I know we teased it for this week, but next week we really will. Next week, we will give you the official date of the first time that you can see us live as part of the Friends with Benefits No Pants Party live show tour. Yup. You can come see us live, and we'll tell you how to get tickets for that, because tickets will be on sale soon for that. That's right. We have a ticketed event that we will be uh, a part of that uh, will give you a little bit of tease of what that's going to be about. So we'll tell you what date to keep clear on your calendar uh, so that you can come and, and see that with us. Um, see us tell some of the stuff that uh, is too much for this show. So if that gives you any <laughs> kind of level about what it is. But uh, more info on that next week. Uh, you can also check out our Redbubble store uh, where you can pick out any of the merch uh, that we've got. You'll want to have that done sometime by the middle of January. You want uh, something uh, shipped to you by then. So they make great gifts. So uh, the Redbubble store is linked on all of our social medias. Uh, so you can do that. You can subscribe to our Patreon. You can just give us a like, give us a share. Use Use the hashtags. And what hashtags are those, buddy? The hashtag is FWB podcast on all your social medias. Uh, there's some other podcast trying to use um, the FWB podcast thing on Instagram, but fuck them. Um, yeah, kill them with fire. That's not, that's ours. Yeah. So if you're joining in the conversation, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook that we won't see. Um, <laughs> no. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah, those are the main three. Those are the main three? Those are the ones I normally mention? Uh, yeah, okay. Instagram, yeah. Twitter, TikTok. Please happily join in the conversation yeah. with us. We'll, we'll, we're, we're looking at being, uh, you know, those are the three we're most active on, and we're barely active on uh, <laughs> TikTok. But hopefully that, that might change soon. 
It was. It was. Who knows? It was gonna change this weekend, and then I forgot until it was too late. I I remembered Saturday night when we weren't going back to the convention, and then I was like, "Well, oh, shit, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. gonna work." So we'll save that one. We'll save that idea, and we're still gonna do it. But yeah, I was so bad at myself because I was like, "Well, shit," because that was a great idea, and then, but it required us to be actually at the convention, and I remembered at like. 8.30, 8.45 on Saturday night. So After we were very settled in for the evening. Yeah, and then the I just got mad. was definitely closed. And then I got real, real mad after that, so then I just didn't even want to do it. So, But that's, uh, that's another story that I can't tell here. Or at the live show, really. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a story. It it's sure a story. is. Maybe on the Patreon. Ooh. Maybe I'll record that but, this weekend for the Patreon. But until next time, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing your thing, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, as always, we hope you're doing well. We hope uh, things are going pretty well for most of you, and most of you, yeah. that, that life is giving you, uh, you know, some positive things to look into and to be happy about. Uh, we truly do care about most of our fans. And, yeah, so thank you for being our friends with benefits, you cunts. <laughs>